Today on the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast, Episode 7, my guest today is Malala Montgomery from the BossDadMovement.com. We talk about taking your fatherhood and your dadhood to the next level. Next on the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast. dad podcast hey i'm joe foley nice to meet you i'm a dad and a parent just like you and i want to say thanks again i know as a dad and a parent time is limited so you choose to spend time with me and listening to my podcast means a lot the podcast about this podcast about having a conversation what means to be a dad and a parent and topics related to being a dad and a parent dad always seems to be forgotten parent so let's get involved. No more sitting on the sideline. This will be a weekly podcast dedicated to have a conversation in the sense of community. There'll be interviews, topics about being a dad and a good parent. I know we're all going through the same issues. It's funny. You listen to other podcasts about parenting and being a dad. And you always seem to find this familiar thread. We may be going through slightly different situations, but there's always familiarity in what we're going through. I know this dad stuff, parent stuff is not easy. I'm not an expert. I'm on a journey, just like you, trying to take one day at a time in this crazy world. On this podcast, my guest is Malara Montgomery from the BossDadMovement.com. We talk about kids, camping, health and fitness, how to take your fatherhood to the next level. We talk about struggles and being a dad and sharing custody with his mother of his children and his perspective of being a younger dad at 22 years old. Let's jump right into the interview. Today on the podcast, I have Millar Millar from the Boss Dad Movement. Welcome, Millar. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Joe. I really appreciate you being here. Um, and one question I think I'd like to start off, and what is the most, something like a little icebreaker, what is the most memorable adventure you went on with your kids, like anything fun and exciting? What's the last one you've done? Um, it was probably... Towards the end, oh, actually, towards the middle of last year, we went all on a on a camping trip um, during my first uh, set of holidays, and um, I thought it was going to be, you know, very relaxing and everything like that. And we took a tent and like no toilets around, so it was quite quite remote and everything. And uh, we went there, and I didn't realize how kind of annoying it was going to be having to get up through the night and like take your kids to go to the toilet you know, through a bush and like <laughs> you're stepping, it's like <laughs> stepping on sticks, it's freezing everywhere. And like, yeah, so it was uh, not really a relaxing holiday, but that's all right. We'll know for next time. <laughs> exactly. It's always fun going camping with kids because they're, they're, they're like my son, we took him camping last spring. We were on a fishing trip and once it gets really dark, he needs all his lights and his everything to go on. He might as well not turn the lights out because it, and the tent's all lit up. Everybody exactly. can see us. <laughs> exactly. There's not much privacy. <laughs> not really. So, um, how, one question is: How did you get your name for your website? What is your website about? I'm- so, um, I mean, like, I had kids when I was 19, and um, I, 
you know, I just like the thought of being a boss and, you know, bossing at life and just, I guess, which means just being successful and doing things to the best of your ability and um, being the kind of man that you would uh, expect, uh, you know, that displays good characteristics and that sort of thing and just uh, being an all-round legend. Um, and then the movement part, I guess, is, uh, you know, my my interest in just health and fitness and I believe how that, you know, movement is really uh, a cornerstone to us as people and really you can learn a lot about yourself through all different kinds of movement practices which, uh, yeah, I think is important to everyone's development. Are you a, tr- a personal trainer? Did you um, teach, um, like, personal training? Um I have coached a couple of people in the past, um, but I don't have any formal sort of personal trainer qualifications. Um, I've, I'm a qualified paramedic though, um, so I guess you know I've learned a bit about the human body and the scientific part of it. Um, but a lot of what the things that I've learned that I've uh, practiced in the past have just been going to classes and just doing my own research online. That's interesting because um, it is moving and, and keep moving. I mean, I worked at um, part time at a gym for a while, and I was kind of maintenance. And I watch everybody between the the person just on the, the stairmaster; he's doing a really good job sweating until the bigger roller guy is dropping the weights in the middle of the floor. Um, so yeah. I, I guess I remember remember the my interesting experience of working at a gym. Um, so how many kids do you have? Like, what what's the ranges? So I've got three children. Um, I've got twin daughters who are six. And my son is two and a half. Um, so I had my daughters when I was 19, just before my 20th birthday. And then um, my son, obviously, a couple of years after that. Interesting. You have twin daughters. <laughs> um, yeah. How is, that for, how is that an experience, um, having twin daughters? So, you know, I think, I mean, they were in the special care nursery at the hospital for a few weeks before they actually came home because they were born prematurely. Um, and as a result of that, they were in quite a good routine in terms of feeding and sleeping when they came home, just because, you know, obviously the nurses there have to deal with maybe six or seven children, so they have to get them into a nice routine. Um, so getting them home, it was, um, they were pretty in sync, um, which helped a lot. And um, they were pretty, pretty good children, really. I mean, looking back at it now, you know, they slept fairly well and when they got a little bit older, when they were about two or three, a lot of the time they actually played with each other. Um, So, you know how if you have one child, quite often they they want your attention, they want to be cuddled with you, they want you to play with them a lot. Um, So, we had a little bit of a saving grace there where they would play with each other quite a lot. Um, I think a lot of people think that, you know, when you have twins, it's like one child times two. But if you can get them in a nice routine and stuff, it, it's uh, it's not as bad as that, I think. <laughs> well, I'm because coming from an experience, I'm actually a twin myself, so then I can oh, understand. Right. <laughs> so when you said twins, it kind of perked like, "Whoa, twins!" Like we talk about that because, I mean, I was when I was younger too. It, I it was always nice to have my brother around to play with, and somebody to talk to and, and start fights with, instigate stuff. yeah definitely like i mean when they were younger maybe two or three they would play with each other nicely but now it's kind of the opposite where they just it's like constant fighting 
<laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. It's going through different uh, transitional phases as we uh, as we progress, but hopefully it they calm down soon <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fun it's a definitely fun it's a challenging being a dad too and probably taking care of him like you break it up come on go to one side go one side and yeah cut, exactly. cut it out <laughs> yeah um, like they know exactly how to piss each other off basically <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things um when growing up was did you have a mom and a dad or did they um were they you have a traditional family or did you have what kind um of things yeah so yeah, my mum and dad um, were married. Um, I've got a brother, younger brother, younger sister. My mum and dad split up when I was uh, about 15. Yeah, so, I mean, that's probably fairly common these days, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> how did that affect you? Did it, how did, did it affect you as being a parent and a dad? Did that affect you at all? Or? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, because my parents, it wasn't really a very amicable split you could say, um, and there was definitely um, some flow-on effects for the children. And so when it actually came to splitting up with the mother of my children, it was definitely something that was in the back of my mind um, of, you know, how is it going to affect my kids? I want to make sure that I, I don't go down that track that my parents did and make sure that, you know, the relationship that I have with the mother of my children is still something that is consistently, I guess, getting worked on and, you know, you still have a relationship at the end of the day because you have children together, I believe. So, yeah, it's something that um, I'm always trying to, I guess, stay okay. <laughs> um, so, basically, you and your, um, the mother of your children, they're both a shared custody? Yeah, so I have my kids um, three days a week and then they're with their mum the other four. How does that, how was that for the kids, you know? How does that work for the kids? Are they adjust to it now or is it, is it difficult for them? Um, so we split up when um, my daughters were two and then um, we were sort of in and out of a relationship when uh, we had our son. Um, but so really that's all they've kind of known is that, the, that we haven't really been together. Um, but the main thing that is important I think in um, when it comes to splitting up and stuff is that um, as long as the relationship between the mother and the father is okay then, the, then explaining it to the children the children tend to just accept it like if if mum and dad are okay with it then we're okay with it we still see our parents you know quite a lot every week the relationship's still good the, the children don't feel bad for seeing one child or the other so, um, yeah, like they've been okay. Like, I don't think they've uh, suffered too much. <laughs> well, it's what it, I'm just curious because, um, how's it, how's it affect you when, uh, when you're not with you? Does it affect you at all or are you just used to it now? Like when I'm not with them? Um, yeah, it definitely in the early stages, it was, uh, it was pretty hard because obviously, you know, you've gone from seeing them every single day to now maybe it was in the early stages, like once or twice a week. And uh, it's just a big, pretty big change. Um, but as it's gone on, it's, uh, you know, you sort of appreciate the time that you have for yourself now. Um, you know, so there's pros and cons, I guess, that you can uh, look at. I guess, uh, I mean, being a dad and a parent, when we wake up until we go to bed, it, when we have our kids, it's just, it's taunts and go, 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 go. Answering questions, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, when, you, when you're with, together with 
the mother of your child, you know, obviously there's a kind of shared load there because one person can go and do it for a bit and the other one can have a break and there's a kind of a shared load. Um, but then you don't have any time completely for yourself as, as easily. Um, so when you split up, like, you know, the time that you have with the kids is pretty intense. And, you know, the th- when I have them, after the three days, like, I'm pretty spent. Um, and I'm sort of like, okay, I need a break now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> when it's my turn. Exactly. What is it like being yeah. a younger dad? I know it must have been challenging. Um, yeah, like, there's, I think there's definitely some unique pressures that come along with being a young father. You know, just trying to multitask your work. I went to uni and, you know, having your parent time and then trying to have a bit of a social life as well because you don't necessarily want to miss out on going out with your friends and that, that sort of thing. Um, and then when it comes to breaking up, you know, when you're a single dad at, at 22, it's kind of a, a weird conversation to have with another a girl that you might be interested in sort of thing, you know, it's a... Or that you might be thinking about getting into a relationship with, it's kind of a big, a big step for a 21, 22 year old girl, you know. Um, so yeah, like just bringing up that that sort of thing, and there's definitely uh, some other things that go along with it, you know, trying to trying to grow into a, a man that you know all sort of 18, 19, 20, 20 year old uh, people. Are trying to do you know you're just trying to find yourself and now you've got these kids as well that are you know nipping at your heels I was sort really, of thing so i was very impressed with that i remember just when i recently watched you both of your two youtube channel videos and i was very impressed with them um how do you what do you how do you go about doing that that was pretty good thanks um i don't know i've just sort of i just bought a camera and uh the first video was pretty much just to you know let people know what i'm about who i am and stuff and then uh the second one, you know, I've got a, a few people e- who email in asking questions, just sharing their stories and things like that, um, which I'll help I'll aim to, you know, just talk about in the videos um, and try and, because I think there are a lot of common themes when it comes to kids being young or even when you're a bit older as a dad, you know, just having kids in general that um, there's definitely a lot of common themes that people go through. And I think, uh, you know, just having a few different perspectives on, uh, how to get through it is definitely helpful and something that I want to create. Excellent, excellent. I mean, I'm looking forward to more of those videos. And I, one thing I wanted—I'm wondering what you meant by taking your father to the next level. Is it kicking it up a notch? Um, what did you mean by that? So it was pretty much, um, you know, when you're a young dad, maybe you, you see your fatherhood as a little bit of a burden and you know a, a bit of a struggle that. Um, you have in your life which is maybe holding you back but I think you know looking back at me when I was a dad at 19, 20, 21 is that um, you can really use your fatherhood to grow into that man that you want to be and um, use it to become a better person and take the traits that you've learnt in being a young father like multitasking things, communicating with the mother of your children, being a parent, you know, using those things and translating it into other areas of your life. Um, so, yeah, just uh, maybe just flipping it, flipping the, uh, the view of your parenthood on its head. I was wondering, um, you, one of your um, topics, your head, one of your uh, titles, your blog, 
and how to negotiate yeah. parenting boundaries. And I was, I was interested in that. Uh, what would you mean by that? Um, I'm trying to think back to which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is that in terms of the children or the relationship? The relationship between the children. Basically, um, how did you set up the boundaries between you and the mother of your children? And when it comes to sharing custody and... Ah, okay, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, like, you know, when you break up with the mother of a child, you're not... It's not like you are, can, are just... You don't have, if you didn't have the kids involved, you could just see the back of them and that would be the end of it. You know, this is someone that you are going to have to keep speaking to and it's someone that you're going to have to, you know, be on... Hopefully be on good terms with for the benefit of your children. So it's about, you know, reestablishing where you both stand now. You know, you're not just friends and you're not in a relationship, but you're in this kind of weird place where you have to get along and sort that out. And I definitely noticed with myself that, you know, you have to reestablish where you both stand and how much... Um, how much support you're going to be giving the mother of your child because maybe you don't want to overstep the boundary, you don't want to give nothing because, you know, it is the mother of your child. And so just something to be aware of and something to get through, I think uh, definitely helped me cultivate a good relationship with the mother of my children. I guess um, you talked a lot about um, help, like healthy lifestyle, like you like to like keep moving and stuff like that about, you know, working out maybe – and keep a healthy lifestyle. Do your kids play sports at all? It's being six. Yeah, the, both the girls um, do dancing, um, so they do a few different styles of dancing, and they do um, acrobatics as well. And then, um, oh, they they do swimming classes too. And then when I just have them over at my house, I just you know just try and create an environment where it's just being physically active and being aware of learning new skills is something that is a part of life and something that we should be doing every day. Um, so just something that I try and cultivate, you know, just have in my garage, I've got like a big tire. I've got, you know, just a barbell that, you know, we muck around with, we've got a skipping rope and a few things that we can, um, you know, just play around with. I noticed that with my son, he's just turned three and all of a sudden I'm, I become the instant jungle gym. He just climbs right up me one side down the other. <laughs> <laughs> definitely i definitely understand that feeling <laughs> and um yesterday we went to um uh, the i don't know if you know who the new england patriots are the football team um they're uh, no i haven't heard of them but there's a, a big football stadium and there was stairs and it looks like we must have been 10 like 10 10 flights is like i can climb that daddy i was like go ahead man go ahead you can do it <laughs> and when he gets to the when he gets to the top he goes can i go on your shoulders no problem you do those stairs that's all good <laughs> Yeah, they've got a they've got a uh, personal taxi. You <laughs> exactly, go. that's a that's the job of being a dad. That's the job. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, one thing I, I question and um, anything you want to add, like anything you your message about what, what your what the the boss dad movement is. Um, like I guess you know, I just wanted to create. I mean, thinking back to when I was a dad and stuff, and um, just feeling the unique. Um, situation that I mean I felt that I was in um, I didn't really feel like there was an outlet or somewhere to turn to that was specific for dad for young dads that um, I could go to and talk to other people and maybe 
just throw out some ideas, get some feedback. And so it's just something that um, I wanted to really create, you know, just create a community. I know that people are having kids younger and younger these days, <laughs> whether it's uh, whether it's planned or not, um, it's happening. So um, I just thought, you know, why not just create something that uh, some other people can get on board with and, um, and share. Yeah. Well, are you involved in any of the communities like on Facebook or tw- I don't know if there's no communities in Twitter, but Facebook dad groups, I don't know if you're involved in any of those or? Um, yeah, like, I mean, I'm on like the big ones like Life of Dad and that sort of thing. There's a few, there's a few uh, father specific communities and stuff out there, but maybe not so much for, for young dads in particular. And I just wanted to yeah, create one that was, you know, I guess that would appeal to to young young fathers out there. It's, it seems like it, like you said, younger and um, and older. I, mean, I just interviewed a gentleman who just, I think he had his child in his mid forties. So I see I see that on the other end too, or younger and yeah, older. Right. And most of the people are already established in life. I also having children too yeah. later in life. And me is. Um, I, I'm a, I'm an older dad myself, actually. So it was kind of nice interviewing you because I could see what the challenges of what you go through and, and what you what your situation you have. It's I found it very interesting and it can be very helpful for other dads. Yeah, definitely, and um, yeah, just creating awareness about it. And of course, you know, like you know, it's not like young dads and old dads are that different. You know, we're all fathers at the end of the day, but you know, there are slight differences there. Um, but yeah, just uh, something to get on board with. Uh, well, we can wrap it up. Any final thoughts? Anything you'd like to add to um, and where we can find you? Um, no, look, I think that's uh, pretty much it. But um, yeah, I've got my website. It's thebossdadmovement.com. Um, I'm on Twitter, Facebook. Um, got a YouTube channel where I'll be um, answering any questions that people would want to email in. So the email is Miller at thebossdadmovement.com and it's M-I-L-L-A-R. Well, thank you very much, Miller. Um, and very much for being on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. No worries, Joe. Thanks for having me. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Well, that's all for this episode. And thank you for joining me on the No City on the Sideline Dad podcast. You can find all the show notes over at nocityonthesideline.com. And please comment on the podcast. All comments help improve the podcast. I can be reached at joe at nocityonthesideline.com. I'm also very active on Twitter at NOS Dad Podcast. Well, thank you for your time. Until next time, have fun, get involved with your children. See ya.